do you think about that song? I just recently learned to appreciate that one a lot. Um, that's uh, Jefferson Starship with Jane. That was uh, from the album Freedom at Point Zero, which is an awesome album. 1979. Great year, too. Um, great year because that was the year before I was on Earth. And um, probably the last moment there was any peace here um, <laughs> on the planet. But uh, thank you for being here. <laughs> Episode 16. Um, we're here on 411. My two uh, lucky numbers. Um, so, yeah, hopefully this will go all right for me. Um, <laughs> I've already had a few uh, sloppy takes and I've just redone it. So um, wish me luck. Here we go. Um, let's talk about someone who's not lucky. Um, well, I guess uh, you kind of create your own luck sometimes, don't you? Um, we have Bud Light right now, kind of in a panic. They've, uh, they've suffered a financial bloodbath, <laughs> um, losing $4 billion of market cap over the last couple weeks. Um, you know, after the, the backlash of their most recent ad campaign with, uh, this Dylan Mulvaney transgender. And I don't know what, um, <laughs> I don't know where the whole, uh, angle was as far as, um, the marketing, you get an idea. If you watch, um, there was a podcast, um, that this new marketing VP, and we're going to talk about her in a second, um, was on and she kind of explained her angle on the marketing of, um, this iconic brand. And she, you know, is, you know, claiming I am the first female VP in the, at the biggest uh, beer company in the world. Um, and so, you know, she's nine months in and, uh, she, I guess she, you know, she saw the brand as antiquated and a failing, you know, declining brand, um, that, you know, was fratty and out of touch. Um, and that's how you, that's how you describe your, your, <laughs> your customers. Um, let me say that the, that the losses and some people are saying it was up to 80% of their total sales, like over the last, um, like almost right away over the last couple of weeks. But I, you know, I've also heard 40 and I believe that's gotta be way closer to, to, to accurate. There's no way they lost 80% of sales. I mean, I wish they did because the parallel economy is real. Example. A nice uh, 50 year strong can here. 150 years strong. Oh, girl. Oh, cheers to the banquet, the yellow belly, 1873 to 2023. Isn't that beautiful? <sighs> Nothing like a good old yellow belly. Anyway, yeah, so go get yourself some cores and stop drinking Bud Light. Let's give them the feedback that they need over there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we have – I mean, there's, like, this distributor. What's the name of this? Um, it's uh, Will Fisher Distributing located in Springfield, Missouri, and they have canceled all of the, appearance, of the appearances that they have – that they had um, scheduled for the Clydesdale draft horses. Um it's not the horse's fault that, that they went woke. Um, 
whatever happened to the old, um, you know, what, what they had so many good, I, I don't even know where to begin. Like the, the, the frogs, um, mine probably was the real man of genius that, uh, sorry, I, I just did that. Yes. Um, but that was, <laughs> that was the most hilarious, awesome ad campaign. And over the years, you know, they've, they've, they've hit and missed a little bit, but this <laughs> was a massive miss and like i said i don't know i mean they had um let me tell you a little bit uh about this person their new vp i'll tell you what happened um you know and I, this new vp um and i understand you know we're we're in 2023 here uh, but it'd be like hiring a dude to be like the marketing vp of revlon or something like that. It just doesn't, it's, that's as far as I'm going to say about that. But anyway, okay. Their new VP of marketing, Alyssa Hurt Heinerschild, Heinersheed, Heiner, who gives a, um, uses pronouns in her bio. And, and, um, when she joined the company aimed to, um, focus on inclusivity, woke. Um, and like I said, she just came in, pretty much being like, yeah, we're, we're not going to focus on the customers that we currently have. We're going to focus on, you know, rebranding to, uh, a, a younger, um, generation and, and a more in touch, more inclusive, um, and, and also to women like women want that caricature of, of a woman, which is a man. Dylan Mulvaney is a man. Um, and always will be a man, no matter what he does, no matter how many surgeries he gets. Sorry, reality is, it's rough. But, you know, facts don't care about your feelings, bro. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, he, this dude, like, dresses up like a child and talks like a child and acts like a child. And, you know, acts like this ditzy, like, kind of, like, helpless, scared, um, it's, it's a caricature of a woman and a lot of like bad, um, characteristics, or I would say, um, not, um, not, uh, <laughs> um, appealing or, uh, yeah. And I don't know. I can't really articulate, but anyway, it's, it's not a flattering look for women and women don't want some dude running around frolicking and acting like some silly woman, um, in, in as a representation of them, that's absolutely ridiculous, and it's and it's an insult to women, real women, um, biological women. So yeah, it's just kind of crazy to watch all this thing, all this stuff uh, unfold, and it's not surprising the amount of backlash that they're getting, and um, it's it's just sad to watch. You know, and Nike, you know, they they did another, they did an ad campaign with you know Dylan Mulvaney too, and they're. They're getting not as bad, not an extreme of a backlash, but they're getting some backlash as well. We got Jack Daniels. They're doing an ad campaign with drag queens now, like RuPaul and some other, um, I don't know. But it's like, how out of touch are these people? And it sucks because it's not just them. I mean, I don't personally like Bud Light. I think it's a terrible beer, but... um it's, you know, it's just a general old American beer. I mean, there's worse. Um, 
That being said, it's like how out of touch are these people and who do they really do they really think that a bunch of transsexuals and uh, or the the point five percent of humans that are that um, that identify as trans are gonna make up their market or <laughs> or that like the, the, the there's like a woke um, you know minority that you're appealing to just going down that that whole route that everybody else has kind of gone down. I mean, the NFL, baseball, I mean, basketball, I mean, a bunch of sellouts, um, really, uh, alienating themselves from a, a lot of their, their fan base and, and their, their market base. I just don't understand it. Um, and it, it's, it's unfair because one, I mean, these are like iconic, legendary, staple American brands that, that I grew up with, that we grew up with, that are, you know, it's taken nine months for this lady to come in, get all stupid woke. And, I mean, there's there's reports saying that they're, that the, the actual board of Bud Light was not on, was not on board um, with this whole campaign. And it, it was just a few insiders, um, one being the VP. Uh, and that's why it, that's how it made it through, and it's just devastating for them. Um, like I said, I, I'm, I'm watching like videos on social media. There's some guy saying, "Hey, I've never, we've never had sales this low. I, I've been selling, you know, he's a distributor, and and he has never seen sales as low as they've gone in the last couple of weeks after this release of the campaign." So, um, yeah, um, this guy's like, I, I can't sell the beer. I can't feed my family. So it's not just them, you know, destroying a legendary brand. It's also them affecting, you know, people's ability to feed their families and put food on their plate because they want a virtue signal or whatever you want to call it. It's just yikes. Ugh, sad. Um, another company being destroyed by wokeness. And to that, I will have a sip of Coors. Molson Coors. Enjoy. All right. Um, let's talk about, this is kind of an interesting one. Kareem uh, Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary. She recently actually <laughs> got a DUI, uh, was driving drunk, um, ended up hitting somebody, rear-ending somebody. And witnesses on the scene said that she was trashed, uh, was stumbling around, was slurring her words. And, um, you know, she got the special treatment, obviously, by the, the officers. And I'm sure she kind of gave them the lowdown or they probably recognized her. I mean, you'd, it'd be ridiculous if you didn't recognize her. Um, or maybe you're just smart and you don't watch the news. <laughs> maybe you're just, I would make you a smart person if you wouldn't recognize her. Because then you wouldn't hear of any of her complete insanity that's coming out of her mouth and just the blatant lies. Um, but, yeah, she, you know, she was whisked away. You know, she was discreetly, you know, arrested for the DUI and whisked away. And and then the White House press corps was told not to ask her any questions about it. And just like Paul Pelosi, they're not um, going to release the body cam footage of any of this stuff. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Big. I, I just, that's a, that's a shocker, isn't it? Wow. We don't get any body cam footage. How long is it going to take for this to come out? Probably after she's out of the white house. Um, 
or at least out of the, you know, working for this administration, that is. But yeah, uh, nobody cares, I guess. Uh, not, not one media outlet has reported on this. And like I said, they, you're not even allowed to ask her any questions, okay? Can't ask any questions. Stupid, stupid Americans. Um, here's a crazy one. And you know, uh, before I get into that, uh, you know, nobody's above the law, right? I mean, I don't know if I had a dime for every time I heard that coming out of these people's mouths. And then every time something goes down, they're above the law every time. It's like, I want to smack these people. Anyway, okay. Let's talk about this thing. This is sad because um, this dude was a father, but um, Bob Lee, who was the founder and the CEO, and he was Cash App, um, was killed in San Francisco this past Tuesday. So one week ago today. This is uh, and this is supposedly in like the upper upper scale, like the the nicer area of San Francisco. It's just a really just a tragic thing. But, um, yeah, he was chased down. And I saw some footage of it on uh, – let me get this thing over here a little bit closer. I saw some footage of this. And um, it was sad. Like, he had been stabbed already. And he had – and this is just some some security cam footage that caught a portion of what happened. And I saw him running up to a car after being stabbed and, like, trying to, like, get help. And the person's like, ah, heck no. Like, there's a person with a knife chasing you. And so they don't let him in or don't help him. And then he, you know, is scrambling, still running away from this attacker. And this attacker, you know, gets him again. Oh, it's tragic watching it. And, he, yeah, he uh, he died. Um he, I guess, stumbled to an apartment or something like that and ended up, you know, passing from his injuries and wounds. Um, it, it, I don't know what – California, I mean, our beautiful state is falling apart, folks. And it's tragic. I mean, such a wonderful place. I say this over and over again. But, I mean, like, here – like, listen to this. Here's crazy. It's some a statistic I came across. Um, California, with its 23.1% of adults lacking basic literary skills, gives California the lowest liter- literacy rate at 69 or 60, 76.9. Someone can't read either. Um, and the state of California and the Department of Education are being blamed and sued for failing literacy rate. And families and students believe that they are not receiving a quality education in reading and writing. It's quite frankly, it's pathetic and, and it's embarrassing <laughs> that uh, we, number one, at least we're winning at something, folks. We're, we're number one idiots. Um, number one <laughs> um, at sucking. Uh, congratulations, California. Number one. Um, so, yeah, this is and I let's. Um, it's it's weird because. You know, if you haven't been downtown, and I think this is something I that pretty much I don't know verbatim what exactly Elon Musk said, but he's like, I, if you haven't been to downtown San Francisco lately, um, you, it's you can't even describe it. It, it it's like a a zombie apocalypse. It 
is a dystopian nightmare. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if, if you got to go look for yourself, go for it. Otherwise, I'm sure if you look hard enough, there's plenty of TikTok and all these other um, social media outlets that are posting um, the footage of what's going on out there. It's it's sad. Um, you've taken and that's, you know, that's Gavin Newsom. He was, you know, he ran San Francisco before he ran California. So he's turning California into San Francisco, a dumpster fire. <laughs> Great. But yeah, I have. Okay. So here's this crazy conspiracy theory. So cash app. Okay. So here let's, let's, it's just crazy and coincidental how the federal reserve is supposed to release their own version of like cash app. And it's called fed now, which is, you know, um, federally insured, um, uh, COD cash on demand app. And they're, they're just about to roll this out. It's essentially a carbon copy of what he's doing with cash app. And so I'm sure there would be grounds for suit or I don't know. They're just trying to eliminate the competition or something, but you know, with the Federal Reserve and what happened to JFK, which, you know, I'll, I cannot get over that. Um, probably talk about that more in a minute. <laughs> um, but, yeah, who knows? I will not be surprised if we find out that this was an assassination. <laughs> okay. Uh, in other news, this one's funny. This one's good. Um, NPR who has been, you know, a mouthpiece for the government and for the left wing for a number of years now. They they at one point were fairly neutral, I, I, I believe. I don't know personally, but that's what I've heard. That beer is delicious. Um, but, yeah, so NPR got labeled by Elon Musk's Twitter. Um state media <laughs> they label them state media and they were outraged of course because it's true and anything that's true they're outraged by naturally and so <clears throat> yeah he they ended up getting all pissed saying oh well, you know you're you're messing with our reputation you know this and that and he's like oh oh i'm sorry i didn't you know i didn't mean to ruin your reputation i'll, I'll take that um state media um, label off and we can go ahead and change that to um, government funded. <laughs> so he trolled him so hard and all of Twitter's rolling on this and I'm rolling on this. Uh, it is awesome. <laughs> and they, they now are straight They're They're, they're refusing to tweet or, or use Twitter at all until Twitter removes um their 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 label which is government funded uh i think it's awesome i i think it's a win-win if they don't come back on twitter at all um twitter would be better off without them more fake news we don't have to deal with right i don't know how i mean i don't want twitter to be kind of an echo chamber for me but i don't know how i get all these left-wing media sites coming through my page i don't like search him at all they just they you know they come to me but you know it's it's good and it's kind of fair and it's balanced and i and i do you have to kind of look 
once in a while to see, you know, what the angles are and what they're talking about and, and everything. Because even though you know it's fake news, I mean, as, if, if you go in knowing and kind of treating it as such, um, yeah, you won't be misled because you already know that they're lying to you. Um, <clears throat> this is a funny one. Um, Obama's moving back to Kenya. So <laughs> I thought that was weird. He's just moving back to Kenya for a little bit, I guess. Um, yeah. And it's weird considering, especially considering that recently under oath, Leo, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, the actor who wasn't accused or charged with anything in this case, recently testified in a former uh, in the former Fuji's rapper, Pras Michelle's money, money laundering case. And I guess there was some big donor money that came through him and they're doing they're trying to figure out where this money came from. And I guess it came originally from all the funding came from this Malaysian millionaire, this mysterious Malaysian millionaire. And I guess this wolf of Wall Street sleazebag type American dude somehow helped kind of work this. And and that's they're, they're chasing down, you know, where, where's the, where's all this 30 million dollars um, going to the Democrat Party? Where's this coming from? And now we know it's like uh, you think uh, you, you think uh, illegal foreign uh, election uh, influence much. <laughs> and you're worried about $130,000 uh, paid as hush money to Stormy Daniels that had no validity. Just it was easier to pay her just to get rid of her. Um, not even known to Trump. I don't even want to get into that. That was actually a really funny interview between her and Piers Morgan. And <laughs> if you have a chance to watch just any clips of that, watch it. It'll just watching her speak and. And kind of getting an idea of who she is will will tell you quite a bit about what how how kind of uh, trustworthy and what type of person she is. She is just not the classiest. Well, neither am I. So, I guess cheers to that. But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, what it, what it, what's really going on here? Um, that's probably. Another reason for this Trump indictment, the whole distraction and everything else, they just, there's so much stuff going on. People are just getting, and and the money was specifically for the 2012 campaign um, for Obama. So, I mean, there is potential charges there. I mean, there has to be, at least for somebody, if not Obama, whoever was in charge of the funding and, you know, the money and donations and whatever else i don't know speaking of kenya um the president of kenya is now warning his his um citizens to stay away from the u.s dollar um essentially now that you know china and brazil russia india and many other countries now i think mexico is about to join BRICS, and <laughs> they're going to be allied with china right at our southern border that'd be tight um 
there is a major push to crush the dollar right now. And it's not just um, the president of Kenya telling, you know, get your get all your investments out of the dollar and all that stuff. It's actually, you know, the former president of South uh, Africa is going around telling people, you know, it's time to, you know, what does he say? Um, walk away from the dollar, the U.S. dollar. So there is a huge trend, not just of countries deciding finally to drop the petrodollar, which is the first time they've done that. Like I said, I mean, I've covered it a bunch of times since the 1944. <sighs> anyway, it's crazy what's going on right now. Really got to pay attention to all this stuff. It's, you know, and it's sad. It's like, and then now they've essentially doing all this and, and them not using the dollar. And they've, you know, to some degree decided they're not going to trade with America anymore. And if you're not going to do business with the U.S., what usually, what historically happens when you stop doing business with the U.S.? Well, almost always, the U.S. goes to war. I mean, in in the past, we've had, what, Venezuela? Um, what was the other ones? Um, Venezuela, Iraq, Libya, strictly because of that exact, they would, they them not using dollars for oil. We literally went into those three countries because of that specifically. And, um, yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, none of this would be happening if Trump was in office. Um, the reason this is going down is because of this feckless, pathetic, weak administration that nobody respects. Everybody's seizing on this moment, this administration, to get done all the the agenda that they've been dying to make happen. So, you know, considering Joe Biden's in cahoots with all of them, I guess that uh that works out for them. Um I actually have some good news. Um and this um I don't know if you've heard of this um Republican presidential candidate um Vivek Ramaswamy. This guy has some cool energy. I he's, he's made some some awesome statements lately. Um, I want to read one here. Uh, but yeah, great dude. Um, as from what I can, I don't know much, but I really like the, the energy and kind of the direction this guy has. He's very America first. Um, yeah. Anyway, he said, uh, I will end weaponization of police power in America. Time to stop complaining and actually fix the problem without apology. Shut down and replace the FBI. Shut down and replace the IRS. Pardon all federal defendants prosecuted based on political motives. Um, Bragg's pros prosecution sets a dangerous precedent that may lead to many more politically targeted prosecutions. Biden can un uh, unify the country by issuing a pardon now. If he fails to do so, if I am elected as president, I will pardon Trump January 20th, 2025. And also, he said that if he was elected, he was going to release the whole Epstein list, like the full list. He's like, I don't care what political party you're on. I don't care if you're black or white, fat or skinny. I don't care who you are, rich or poor. If you're on the list, we're going to investigate you. And I, I like that because there has been zero accountability. And it's about time someone come in here and start swinging hammers and making like actually holding some of these 
monsters accountable. I cannot believe we're dealing with a Trump indictment and they're focusing on this bull crap and they haven't even done anything with the Epstein client list. You really, anybody really believe Epstein killed himself? <laughs> How is this happening? We have the list. The list is there. Um, anyway, uh, I like him a lot, a lot. And, um, he might make a potential good VP candidate for Trump. Um, if DeSantis can't get his head out of his arse and, and decide, you know, it's better to, to join Trump than try to, to fight Trump at this point, you know, with Trump's 70 plus million voters just ready just just chomping at the bit, just waiting to vote Trump. Even if Trump's not on that ticket, I'm still writing Trump in. Send it. Um <laughs> but anyway, um I hope I hope he turns out to be a legit dude. I hope he's like not some like controlled opposition because this guy's got some a, a, an awesome future possibly. If he is for real, um, this Vivek Ramaswamy, let's go, dude. Let's go. That's the future right there. We need men like this. Strong men, no nonsense. And DeSantis is one of those. And I think DeSantis is going to have his time. I'd love to see Trump and DeSantis in 2024. That'd be great. I know it's probably not going to happen. But if not, I mean, like I said, Ramaswamy. Seems like she might be, uh, he might be a good candidate. Um, I always think of Tulsi Gabbard, who recently became an independent. I don't know if she could run as a GOP vice president, but uh, I, I believe she could. I don't know that much. Um, that's a good question I need to look into. But uh, she's very moderate, and she she left the Democrat Party just recently. And, I mean, she is just common sense. That's all we need in this country. Common sense, okay? Represent the people. Your job is to protect our rights, not take them away. <sighs> and nor, or take our tax money either. Um, but yeah, speaking of promising uh, presidential candidates, we on the Democrat side, we have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He is planning to challenge Joe Biden for the Democrat nomination. <laughs> and uh, if the DNC... Plans on, uh, I, I wonder how they're going to get rid of this guy or how they're going to like not, how they're going to avoid this dude dragging Biden through the mud because Biden cannot debate this guy. Biden cannot campaign against this guy. He just doesn't have a brain um, and he doesn't have the energy. And I mean, fair enough, dude, he's like 80 something years old. He might just be 80, but nevertheless, um, <laughs> you look at, and I've said this before, but you look at like, I get a list, like how old, like all these people are that are literally running our country and controlling our lives. These people need to be in nursing homes. Okay. I mean, God bless old people, but at some point it's ridiculous. Look who's running this country. I understand you're old. You have experience. You've been corrupt, stealing our money and using us <laughs> um, as pawns in your little game of elite 
chess forever, but it's time to let it go. Diane Feinstein, Pelosi, McConnell, Schumer. Go away, Biden. Go, dude. Go take a nap. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm excited to see this because that almost ensures that Biden can't run from his freaking basement. You know, and of course, you know, the Mockingbird media has already been, they've already been, you know, ignited. They're over there. They've, they've already been freaking triggered. They're activated labeling him a dangerous health menace. You know, and a and um, uh, anti-vax, anti-science conspiracy theorist, and you know he responds that he's like, yeah, I'm a conspiracy theorist for like three months or like the shelf life of my conspiracy theories, and then they're reality, <laughs> which is a great joke. It's like, what's the difference between um, a conspiracy theory and the truth? It's like usually about six months um, <laughs> nowadays, and that's. What they that's what they push all day. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Oh, it is. Really, it's all conspiracy theory, right? JFK was a conspiracy theory, right? And then he better watch out. This guy is like probably putting himself some serious danger. Mind you, the deep states killed half this dude's family. And it's not funny. Um JFK was the uh Probably one of the biggest uh, dangers to, I mean, other than the truth, which is essentially what he was about, um, JFK was a huge danger to the deep state and to the Federal Reserve and to the elites and the banking system and essentially to um, the whole machine. And that's 100% why they... um, assassinated him when they did um <clears throat> robert uh F- rfk jr who's running for the presidency officially thank you actually a legit democrat on the ticket like i could even vote for him i want to see what his policy prescription is but i mean just hearing him talk he he's no nonsense kind of guy actually read one of his books uh the real anthony fauci um which is a very disturbing read, but it really shines a light on how much, how big of a monster this little, this little gremlin, little, ugh, you need to get your masks and, and get, go get your boosters and, oh gosh, I can't even, oh, these people, they, they create me out, they give me the freaking, ugh, yucks. Anyway, so yeah, it's just, and it's also, you know, again, I'm going to say it. The it's insane to me that I mean everybody knows it now that the 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 FBI and the CIA the CIA and the FBI both destroyed evidence like crucial evidence um, having to do with pertaining to the the JFK assassination and they were I mean all they were clearly involved to some degree I mean as far as we know it was just a full blown hit job. By the CIA. And even uh, uh, Ron Paul was on Timcast today, IRL, and um, Ron Paul straight up was like, yeah, that's kind of really when it got cemented in. The deep state decided they were going to kind of put everything that's happening right now into motion uh, in 1963, November 22nd, when they killed 
JFK. And um, on that day, um, the last thing that I guess he said before he he um, got into that open top limo um, was, you know, Jackie, when I get reelected, I'm going to blow the doors wide open on the Lincoln, the Lincoln assassination, the Illuminati, the Vatican and Area 51. And he also, I mean, like I said, he vowed to splinter the FBI into a thousand pieces and scatter them into the wind. Plan to ditch the Federal Reserve and go back to the silver standard. And so he was killed. Because like I said, the truth, logic, um, representation of the people, true representation of the people, not just a complete corrupt system um, where everybody in Washington is just bought and paid for and there's no longer a representation of the people. It's just a big uniparty just soaking in our dollars and just getting rich off foreign um, influence, um, off, you know, stock insider trading. It's, <laughs> it's gross. Um, one more thing I want to talk about before I get off, and I apologize, I'm a little aloof right now. I didn't really have much time to prepare for this um, episode. I've been working super hard trying to get my new equipment, the Roadcaster 2, up and working, and there's a um, few missing links in the chain yet, so I am, look forward to that still, I am working very hard on that, and um, that explains why I'm a mess uh, right now. So anyway, let's talk about Taiwan just real quick because um, <laughs> things are getting really tense over there. Um, over the last 24 hours uh, or within 24 hours, China uh, encircled Taiwan 70 with 71 fighter jets, 71. Um, China carried out a simulated precision strike on Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan went on military high alert. 20-plus ships involved in a standoff between China and Taiwan currently. China says drills around Taiwan will continue until when? Like, that's, a, that's, an, that's, that's an attack of sorts if you're surrounding Taiwan. And, of course, you know, Lindsey Graham that freaking piece of crap was oh yeah let's go send some boots down there and put put some boots there in taiwan yeah you idiot you were the one that was like freaking promising ukraine four years ago five years ago that oh trust me we're gonna make it happen we gonna make it we can get you we can trust me we're gonna we're gonna start war with russia you lindsey graham infuriates me he is the trashiest of all the republicans him and mitch mcconnell gosh dang it i'm gonna get mad anyway it's these people's fault there's you know there's more geo more geo geopolitical issues in the last two years than there has been in 10 years combined i mean let's be honest look at it all right, sorry, I'm frustrated. I'm going to leave you with that and a big old sip of Coors Original, 150 years strong. Go get yourself some Coors. Cancel Bud Light. This is a parallel economy. 
And uh, if we don't, you know, if we don't nip it in the bud, before you know, you'll have woke trannies on all your cans. Have a good night.